step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. One, two, one, two, three, four. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Joe Wu Radio's The Career Expert Live. We are live again here on a Friday afternoon in the middle of winter. It's freezing cold out here, and things are pretty, pretty cold. But uh, we had a great show last week with American Red Cross CEO Gail McGovern. She was a wonderful experience, and the show is actually going viral. So if you haven't actually seen the show yet, uh, please go ahead and check it out. Um, very powerful stuff, and Gail mentioned about career latticing versus laddering, so I thought that was really kind of cool. Uh, but this week, we've got a really very special guest as well uh, in Russell Davis from the hit TV show on Spike, Bar Rescue. Um, so Russell's been on Spike TV's hit show, Bar Rescue, for the last few seasons. He really serves, I think, as John Taffer's right-hand man, helping owners and staff get excellent uh, behind the bar. He's a 2012 Bartender of the Year from Nightclub and Bar Awards. And Russell uh, continues to seize international attention for his work as a professional bartender mixologist, as one of the most well-known bar industry professionals in the public eye. Uh, Russell's paving the way for the new era of the celebrity bartending mixologists, and he's hailed as a people's champion of bartending by uh, Moutonier Magazine and the aristocrat of the working class from nightclub.com. And Russell's known for his rebelliousness, southern charm, and individual bartending style, which combines proper mixology, craft bartending, te- bartending techniques, speed, knowledge, and showmanship. Uh, and I think as you've seen him uh, interact, he interacts with people very, very well on the um, the show. He gives a lot of good advice and experience. A very down-to-earth guy. Uh, I've been working to get him on the show for the last couple months and uh, be fun to interview him here in a few minutes. So we'll pull him on in just a few minutes. A couple quick updates. If you guys saw the Republican debate, Last night, I don't think it was much of a debate. I think it was really a shouting match uh, the whole entire time. Kind of got very annoying, and I think mostly everybody turned it off. And um, Dr. Ben Carson, I think, had the line of the night where everybody was shouting and said, can somebody basically pick on me? So I thought that was uh, kind of funny. But uh, we'll see where things go with Super Tuesday coming up here in a few days. We'll see if Trump continues to steamroll through the primaries and becomes a Republican nominee. Seems like most likely that's going to happen. It uh, seems like from what we're we're hearing, Ted Cruz is going to probably take Texas, and Trump's probably going to run out the rest of the other 12 states. So we'll see how that works out. As far as uh, other news, um, we heard last week that DuPont Corporation is going to put the agriculture headquarters in Delaware. Uh, nothing else has um, has transpired. I haven't really heard any other updates. We'll kind of keep an update on that since it's a large corporation. Uh, most of the uh, companies that are out there right now will be posting earnings here uh, for the last quarter in March, and we'll see how things go. But as we said, we've got probably about two minutes away here from bringing Russell on. Uh, so if you guys have any questions or anybody wants to call in, you're more than welcome to call in at 347-989-0028. Again, the number is 347-989-0028. Uh, 
And uh, we'll have a lot of fun with Russell talking about how he got started, what were some of his successes in his career, and how he kind of worked through the industry and became bartender of the year, and then obviously got a reality show. Uh, so if you have any questions, feel free to call in. I'll bring you on as well, or if you have any career-related questions. Uh, a couple of quick updates for everybody as well. Um, we've got a couple of speaking engagements coming up. We'll be at Dobbins High School next Friday in Philadelphia, speaking to students. And on March 22nd, I'll be back at my alma mater, Villanova University. Uh, for those of you around the area here in Philadelphia, I'll be at the Connolly Center speaking to students on making the transition from school to the working world. It should be a lot of fun. And then on March 24th, I'll be down at Dover Downs Hotel and Casino uh, speaking uh, to a group of volunteers, about 500 people, about networking and how to um, kind of mix it up in the networking because I think a lot of the traditional things don't really work. So networking is really a, a key component of developing your career and having a good power base of people. So we'll see how, how that turns out. But it's exciting stuff coming up and much more to, to talk about, but we'll we're going to bring on Russell here in just a few minutes. And again, just a quick recap, if you have any questions, 347-989-0028. Again, 347-989-0028. And um, we'll get ready here in just a minute. And for you, those of you that might have any career questions, you can always check me out on social media. You've got all the links there on the page. Feel free to post away, uh, share information as we continue to get moving here. It's going to be great to uh, move forward and uh, help as many people as we can out. So we'll just give it a minute here and we are getting ready to bring Russell on the phone. Let's bring him on. Hi, Russell. Yeah, it's how's it going, guys? Good. How are you, Russell? Thanks for uh, joining very me on the good, show here. Very good. Good to finally get to talk to you. You know, it's interesting. I've uh, you know, seen you on TV the last couple of years and uh, it's kind of a nice thing, nice opportunity to get to talk to you, and I uh, appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. Oh, well, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate uh, the connection. Uh, definitely appreciate the support as well. It's been a, quite a ride. Yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, it's it's uh, it's great to get a chance to talk to you here today. And and what we obviously focus here on on my show is about careers, and I work with high school and college students about how, helping them make the transition into the. Uh, into their careers, basically into the working world, and uh, many have a lot of different questions. So everybody's very excited to get you on here. It was interesting. I took a poll, and people were saying, "Hey, get John Taffer, get Russell Davis on here." So you guys were at the at the top of the list. So it's uh, it's great that you can you can reach those kids. That's awesome. So uh, so why don't we get right into it? So I have a, a few questions for you here, and uh, I think it'll be be great to get a chance to talk to you here. Absolutely, great, great, great. So, so Russell, how did you get your start in the career in your career as a bartender mixologist? Like, what was that driving force for you that said, "Hey, this is what I want to do"? Um, you know, there's always a mystique to that to the the bar industry to me. I grew up in a dry county. Um, so there's something very interesting about that to me. Uh, and also, I grew up in a, a family. My mom's side of the family owned a small chain of Mexican food restaurants a few hours from where I lived. So uh, whenever we used to get together, I grew up around that. And I just, uh, you know, hospitality industry was kind of in my blood to an extent. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, the real thing that kind of happened to me was uh, going to college and going to the University of Texas. And I was a theater and dance major and wanted to work my way through college. And the uh, the best way to do that was to uh, was to bartend, and right. um, yeah, so I uh, I got a job uh, bartending, uh, or, or sorry, I wanted to work in the service industry, started waiting tables, but uh, worked my way up to bartending and, and managing one of these bars on West Campus, University of Texas, and 
just loved it so much. And it was a time frame when everyone else was graduating with their degrees and still right. working their asses off to get jobs at Blockbuster. And yeah, I, I decided <laughs> to go full time bartending. I, I was doing really well at 20, you know. So uh, yeah, I, and, and, and start realizing that it was a true profession too. Right. Yeah. And I think most people don't really realize that, you know, you're in college, you go out to bars and clubs and stuff and you see the folks behind there and you kind of think it's sort of a, um, you know, short career, they're just kind of doing to get by. But I think that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions is out there is people just kind of think, hey, you know, it's okay, you do it for a little bit and that's it. And I think the great thing with Bar Rescue is it's really kind of brought that into, hey, people, this is a career for people. It's their livelihood. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of those things that I always tried to 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 end was that was that idea that bartending or service industry was a job in between jobs. I used to right. pay an answer. You know, people ask me that question, well, what do you do? And I would say, I'm a bartender. And they'd be like, well, what else do you do? Well, no, that is right. what I do, you know? <laughs> right. Well, that's good, though. So it sounds like, you know, like, like you know, needs, it's in your blood, it's in your passion, you know, in the beginning when you're starting very early on. So that's, uh, that's great. Absolutely. And it fulfills a very important uh, place in society, not just bars, but bartending and service industry. Um, and right. if you look at time, during hard economic times, um, these industries actually thrive. Yeah, no, absolutely they do. And th- honestly, if you think about it, it's like you, know, you get a little little down a little bit. What's the first thing you do? You go out for a beer with the guys, or you know, you go out and have a drink. So I agree with you. Yeah, it's great. People never stop so, drinking. Yeah, no, absolutely, it's a good thing. So, so what were some of your early successes you had in your career? Like, what's kind of some moments where you said, "Wow, this is great. I'm doing really well. Things are going good." You know, do you remember any of those those kind of things? Yeah, I mean, there's been a few times. I, you know, whenever. Um, Whenever I was uh, first started, you know, working my way up through that bar in West Campus, I worked my way from security to bar back to bartender and was managing the place, and I was doing that all before I was 20. So, I, you know, that was one of those times where I felt like I was, you know, I was really studying the industry and studying how to do it and learning as much as I could. Um, so that was really interesting and fun, and I felt really good about that and accomplished that I could work at a bar and manage a bar before I could even drink at it, you know, and then, um, you know, increased their sales by, by quite a bit and then moved over to running a, a bar called Speakeasy, helping being assistant general manager at a bar called Speakeasy, which was just uh, right. one of the hottest bars in Austin. And I was still a young guy. So there's, there's a lot of times that I was littered with these, these moments that I was thinking, you know, this is really great. And I was always one of these bartenders who had a lot of experience and no matter where I was at, um, it seemed like I was that guy that people leaned on or even if I wasn't the, the manager or the head bartender, it seemed like within a few weeks I would become it or at least they wanted me to become it. Um, right. And then whenever the, rev- the mixology revolution started happening, I mean, uh, becoming president of the United States, the Texas chapter of the United States Bartenders Guild was was a great great thing for me and, and, and really gave me an opportunity to try to help out the profession and to get involved with them. Uh, and then when my first nominations for Bartender of the Year with the Nightclub Bar Awards came out and being named finalists, uh, that was great. And then winning was absolutely amazing. And then just doing the competitions and stuff was a lot of fun. Uh, right. And then, you know, seeing your name in print or on magazines and stuff like that, or, you know, that was pretty cool. And then, then, you know, that was happening for the past four or five years. And then, and then of course, when the television thing started happening, that, that, of course, you know, you kind of get excited about it. But at the same time, you know, no matter how many of these successes you have, I try not to to let any of them 
really determine the direction that I'm going. I, I know where I want to be in my head. I'm always going towards this direction. Uh, right. I don't try to let any of these, the successes or the failures deter me and also not change who I am. So. Yeah, no, that's great. And I, I think a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, when they start out in their career, they, they don't really kind of do something like that. They, you know, they sort of fly by the seat of their pants, if you if you will. And I think it's great that you kind of have things planned out and know where you you want to go. And that's what I teach a lot of people, too, is you got to have that plan. What's, what's, what's down the road? I mean, it doesn't have to be so specific and so played out, but at least get, get something in there where you're kind of, you know, you got an idea where you want to go. Yeah, you know, I mean, to me, it's like I want to be the Anthony Bourdain of alcohol. That's I think about I love it in the direction that I'm working towards, you know, so. Yeah, thanks. no, that's, that's great. That's awesome stuff. So, so obviously Texas then, then definitely uh, shaped you. Was it, was there anything specifically, you know, in your environment growing up that, you know, that really sort of shaped you or, or really kind of made it put into what you do? Cause you could see it on TV. Obviously you got that, some of the Texas stuff you do, you know, the shaking things <laughs> yeah. and the it's great. So, so what, was there anything specifically well, that I mean, kind of stuck out that, uh, you know, I mean, I definitely have a different worth ethic than a lot of people just from growing up on a farm, um, right. you know, my entire life. Uh, you know, so definitely I, I like to think that my my ethic of working and playing <laughs> is just as hard. Uh, right. But, um, you know, Texas, Texas is an interesting market, and, and it is – you have every type of thing imaginable there. So, you know, being able to come from that market allowed me to to really – uh, be able to be a part of every type of style bar from those honky talks, those high end speakeasies to those right. you know, crazy dive bars, you know, and I've seen everything from bar fights to to VIP lounges, you know, and, and so um it gives you that variety and, and, and that was great. And and also a sense of identity because uh Texas is a great market that people come into, but it's not like a market like California or really New York or where or Miami even where um, trends are developed. You know, Texas is a little behind on the trends. Um, right. Now they're starting to start trends, but it was just very interesting because because of that, you weren't necessarily having to adopt the identity of the East Coast or the West Coast trends. This natural, different identity adopted out of itself, and you can see it in bartending techniques and and, and flavors and menus and even the styles of bars. And I, I think that right. was really kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I think you're right. Born and bred Texan. That's awesome. No, I think you're absolutely right. You know, you always see that kind of East Coast, West Coast battle, you know, between, let's say, the music industry, you know, L.A. versus New York. But I think you're right that Texas kind of has that charm that really brings that, that uh, Southern flair up. That's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love, so, that, I love that Texas is starting to have this charm that's even beyond just Southern flair, but just this charm of being Texas, you know, and right. and, 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 and beyond just being something that's, you know, there's a, there's a sophistication that's starting to come out of it, too, which I just love. Yeah, no, that's you can definitely see that, and especially in some of the some of the bars I would see on Bar Rescue, you know, where there was a little bit more sophistication. I think you could definitely notice that in the atmosphere and, and you know the clientele of the yeah. bars as well. It's good stuff. Yeah. So, exactly. um, yeah. So, what advice would you have for someone wanting to break into you know to the bar and hospitality industry? Like, if you had one piece of advice for somebody that says, "Hey, this is what you should or shouldn't do." Uh, go back to college. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> just, nah, nah. Nah. I love I just, it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just joking. Um, I, I always ask. I, I always ask questions, whether or not, and know the right time to ask. And whether or not you're asking the questions to the person training you, or you're seeing something happen and you're going home and looking it up on Google or doing all the research about it as possible. 
ask questions about right. everything you're doing. And if you can't answer, because you can't come up with a good reason why you're doing it that way, then 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 either find a good reason or change it, change it until you have a good reason for it. And I'm talking about everything. You know why? would I put this liquor in before this liquor? Why would I want to put this glass and stack it with this glass? Why do I want right. to sweep this direction as opposed to this direction? Why do I want to stock? You know, every single question, ask why to. And once you ask why, you just develop an arsenal of knowledge, and and that knowledge and experience is the most valuable thing you can have, it's not just in the hospitality industry, but any industry. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more on the, you know, kind of questioning things because I see a lot of people that get into any, really any industry, whether it be IT, media, and a lot of people, you know, go home, get frustrated. They don't ask the questions. They don't challenge things at times. And I think you're right. It's very important to, to do that and say, hey, why do we do this? What's what's the yeah. reasoning? And sometimes you might come up with a better way. Yeah, always so. and always ask why out of curiosity, never out of frustration. Keep your, keep right. your goddamn no. complaints to yourself. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love that. It's awesome. I, I, lo- I love the raw style, man. You're awesome. Good stuff. So, so I know uh, switch gears, switching gears here a little bit. So, so how did you get the opportunity to be on Bar Rescue? So, what was that kind of experience like when you got the call? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I kind of expect. I had to say I didn't kind of expect it halfway coming anyway. I've been, I had been nominated top three in the country at the nightclub and bar awards, and then I. I had opened up a really awesome project, and then the bar I was at, Rick House, we won top high volume cocktail bar in the world with the International Tales of the Cocktail Bar Awards, and then I won right. Bartender of the Year, and then I remember I was coming back from a competition in, excuse me, in, in, in Portland, and um, got the phone call from uh, 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 Metal Flowers Media to to asking me to try out, but I knew that the asking me to try out was like, okay, come on, guys. I know, yeah, I know what's right. happening here, you know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I I I I got booked up for one episode, or actually, sorry, two episodes off the bat, um, and then ended up doing uh, eighteen total, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah. Right. And so it was just kind of a kind of a little bit of experience. I was, you know, it's I was getting, I was starting to do a lot of television, minor stuff anyway, and a right. lot of publicity and media. So it was, you could feel this natural progression of what was happening. I mean. We'd all seen it with celebrity chefs, and we we knew it was about to start happening with the celebrity bartenders slash mixologists. Yeah, no, and it was. I think it's great timing yeah. for for bar race to come because I, I agree. I think there was that sort of space that was missing. You saw all the celebrity chefs shows, you know, on all those channels, and all of a sudden this comes in, and wham! It really just took off. Yeah, I mean, it, it just you know people are really interested in the way we eat, drink, and travel these days. I mean, it's it's how we enjoy life as as, as humanity and. Uh, you know, now the the beverage end of it is is finally coming into fruition. So, yeah, absolutely. So, was there anything that you learned from you know from being on a TV show? Kind of anything that stuck out that you said, "Wow, I never really knew that," or just something that you really learned from? Uh, I mean, I, I, now I'm starting. You know, I've got a couple of my own projects that are in the works as far as television stuff goes, and uh, I've, I've left Bar Rescue, and, and you know, I never was intended to be a Sidekick for my career, and, right? Uh, yeah, and got some other stuff going on. But you know, it's 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 a very different industry. It's not not necessarily limited to one thing that I can imagine describing, but just learning an entirely new industry uh, was something very interesting to have to do, um, and continue to do. Uh, yeah. So it's it's just it's uh it's it's just kind of cool to jump into that world. But luckily, um, everybody's very supportive with it too. So yeah. 
That's great. Yeah. So what are some of the, the hot trending drinks right now? You know, if I were to go into bar, what's something that you'd, you'd recommend that's a really, you know, one or two good drinks that, that are hot right now? Uh, well, I mean, it really depends on the, the, the region you're in. It depends on the style bar you're going into. I mean, what's hot in New York is not necessarily hot in San Francisco. What's right. hot in a, in a speakeasy is not necessarily what's hot in a cheeky bar. Um, what, I, what I think is what's what's really interesting is just uh, the fact that the, the the standards of what a bar is has elevated itself to where you know now every bar needs to know how to make an old fashioned. Every bar needs to know how to make a right. peroni or a proper handshake of daiquiri. Um, but you know the trends that are kind of hot these days are the ones that are, are getting almost a little bit cheeky with those 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 cocktails that people got too serious about. So. Yeah. The mixology started to get very pretentious and almost taking itself too seriously. You're seeing 17 ingredients going through a drink and people doing right. crazy stuff. And so now people have really kind of brought that back and wanting to do these simplistic drinks really amazingly. But using, you know, uh, ingredients like Amaro's and Apatis that Americans are starting to get used to. And, I mean, I think you're seeing some cheeky making fun of stuff like, Seeing Ramos Ginsis is made with with milk that's been uh, uh, infused with cereal, you know, like fruity pebbles milk and stuff like that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) uh, I've seen some of that. Ironic fun drinks. (laughs) Yeah, does that sometimes drive you nuts? I mean, obviously, you know, and and watching you on TV and you see how professional you are and how detail oriented you are, does that sometimes drive you nuts? So it's got to frustrate you a little bit when you get somebody that's just really not paying attention or just doing something that you're just, my gosh, I think that's kind of stupid the way they're they're sort of handling that or making that drink. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. But at the same time, I, I, I learned to turn it off. You know, it's kind of like um, if I didn't learn to turn it off, I'd be pissed off all the time. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, uh, you know, there's the consultant in me that I try to teach myself to, hey, unless someone's writing a paycheck to me, uh, I have to turn that off so I can just enjoy myself, you know? Yeah, it probably would drive you nuts all the time then, if you, you know, especially you see absolutely. it so many times. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I still want to be able to enjoy bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So if you had um, one piece of advice, you know, for listeners who are listening in, mostly these are high school, college students trying to figure out where they want to go, and they're you know, getting ready to graduate, some potentially going on to postgraduate school. But what's one piece of advice Absolutely. you could say, hey, this is what you do? No matter what you do, specifically in the in the bar industry or just in general, yeah, I think just well, in general, you know, like, you know, yeah. Just in general, you know, one of the things I, I tell everybody, and I actually say this a lot, is just know your own velocity. Know, know yeah. what you can do. You know, in one one terms, know your own velocity. Uh, to me, I wanted to, 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 to be happy. I didn't want to work in a cubicle. I wanted to, 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 to do something that, that, that I loved, and I loved bartending. I loved being on that stage. And I, I yeah. wanted and tried to figure out everything I could do with this one career and take it to a level no one else has done. So no matter That's what awesome. you're doing, figure out where you're going with it, what you can do with it, and take it to as far as it can go. Know your own velocities. That's the one thing I, love that I would say. Love that. That's <laughs> awesome stuff. That's great. Appreciate that. So as we get ready to uh, to, to quit. Yeah, as we get ready to close out here, um, so what are you up to yeah. now? So what, what what projects are you into? And I uh, just want to be able to let you give a plug out here to what you're doing and, and where you're at so everybody can, can find you and uh, and look you up. 
Yeah, uh, got a lot of stuff going on. Um, working on a lot of TV projects right now that you'll start seeing uh, kind of start popping up. Uh, I, I can't talk a little bit too much about sure. it now, but you can find out and keep up with it at my Twitter. So you can go to my Twitter at Mr. Russell Davis, and that's two R's, two S's, two L's. Mr. Russell Davis, um, and that's my same as on my Instagram. You'll be able to keep up with what I got going on. Um, I've got the Road Rash podcast that I'm hosting with, with uh, Chef Brian Duffy. Uh, we just oh, released awesome. a, po- a comic book with that, too, which is just killer. Um, I've got a social media platform that's going to be released pretty soon here in the next uh, social media and application that will be released in the next uh, couple months called The Bar is a Stage. Um, nice. and a few other projects, uh, and then just pay attention to unlimitedliabilities.com to see what's going on with my consulting company. So awesome. all, all across the board, just got got crazy stuff. So yeah, I love it. Keep them busy, you know. If you love it and you're passionate about it, you know, it's, it's, it's not work. It's it's a lot of fun. So that's awesome. Uh, no, no rest for the weary, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate your time, Russ. I really do. This has been uh, no, it's been a pleasure for you and uh, get to know you. Oh, thank you for having me on, and uh, I, I I love what you're trying to do here. So, uh, and good luck to all the listeners that are that are out there that are trying to to step up their game and and, and do something cool. So, yeah, I appreciate that, and so thanks so much again. And I'll definitely uh, definitely next time I'm not your way, I'll look you up and uh, have a drink with you. It'd be great. <laughs> Rock and roll. Take care, my friend. Yep. Take care, buddy. I'll see you. All right. That was Russell Davis, everybody. That was awesome. Uh, definitely, you could see his. Uh, his style and his approach. I love it. Very open, um, different style than the most people we have on here. But I, I think, you know, the theme that you guys see here is just the, um, you're going to be passionate, love what you do. Um, and, and I think his quote of just know your own velocity, where you're going, what you want to do and take it to another level. I think so many people, you know, when they're, when they're in their job, you just kind of go through the, uh, the routines every day and it's kind of a mundane type thing, but, uh, you know, you got to really explore opportunities get out there and take it to a whole nother level and see what you can do. And, and there's so many different things that are out there. And I think something he also spoke to too, that is really important, you know, is talking about getting on TV and learning a new industry. He learned a whole new industry. And I think in our careers, it's real important to kind of do that as well. Learn new jobs, learn new techniques and tools and things from other areas. So it kind of become more versatile as things happen, the wheels fall off or your department might fold or something might happen. Uh, you have things to fall back on. So I think it's very, very important to, uh, to do that. So wonderful interview with Russell. Thanks again, Russell. And uh, we'll be back here next week uh, with a whole new topic. And in two weeks time, we're looking to have Ike Richmond on. He is the uh, director of public relations for Global Spectrum, which runs all the sports arenas in the country. And I think two weeks after that, we'll have Oren Claff on, who is the author of Pitch Anything. And he's kind of the new hot sales topics that are out there. Uh, but his book is uh, called Pitch Anything, Presenting, Persuading, and Winning the Deal. And I've actually just almost finished reading the book. I've got a few chapters to go. Very interesting stuff in there about how to uh, gain control when you're pitching or when you're trying to sell. And I think one of the things we always forget is we're always selling things. So thank you all again for uh, joining me. Find me at facebook.com forward slash Joe Wu fan page, Twitter at Joe Rychowski. Google Plus, JoeWoo.com. I'm actually now on Snapchat at Wu. So for those of you in high school and college, look me up on Snapchat. And thank you all for listening and being a part of this journey. Live amazing, everybody. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.